Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. And good morning. I'm Rod Sharon here on 104.3 The Fan for Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. And Be a Mentor, Be a Fan is our campaign here at Denver Sports, denversports.com and 104.3 The Fan, where we're talking to you, the listeners, to try to encourage the act of mentorship and knowing what kind of an impact being a mentor can make on young people all across our community here in the Rocky Mountains. And I'm pleased to be joined today by three-time Super Bowl champion, host you hear him every weekday morning on 104.3 The Fan, Mark Schlereth of Schlereth and Evans. Stink, good morning to you. Good morning, Raj. You know, I'm really excited to talk to you about this, Mark, because really what we're going to spend the the next little bit here doing is talking about the value of mentorship and how uh, certain mentors and certain people – Um, In all of our lives, whether we're athletes, Mm -hmm. professionals, whatever it is we do, can just make such a profound impact. And now it's sort of our responsibility as adults to now pass that on to the next generation. So before I kind of get into your story, what are your just general thoughts on on mentorship and the importance of of mentoring others? Well, I think, number one, um, you know, I look throughout my life uh, how many how many people had a positive impact on my life through mentorship, through friendship, through just kind of being there. And so I think it has, you know, such value, obviously, but not only value to the person that you're mentoring, but also to you as a person, because, you know, it, it ties us together. And, you know, I always say this about football or about life in general, radio, my television career, whatever the case may be, business and all those things. You're either in the relationship business or you're going out of business. And we need to all be in that relationship business. We need to all be about the business of building each other up and partnershiping with each other and growing each other and challenging each other and mentoring each other and and, and holding each other accountable. accountable. Like all, I think all those things are part of the human process. Um, and if we're not doing those things, we're stagnant. We're not growing. We're not getting better. I think you spoke exactly to why we're doing this, Mark, with Be a Mentor, Be a Fan, because it's respons- there's responsibility on all of us. And that's why we're encouraging everybody to head to denversports.com slash mentor, learn more about mentorship, how you can get involved as a mentor, whether it's being a coach in your local community or getting involved with a great organization we're proud to partner with, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado, who are looking for bigs and and especially men that can be mentors in some of uh, the young men's lives here, here in our area. So, so let's start with you, Mark. Uh, you're a young whippersnapper mm-hmm. in Alaska. Uh, any early age mentors popped to mind? Maybe when you were you're getting involved in football or wrestling or any things you were doing when you were young. Yeah, most like the biggest mentor I remember, and as a young kid, you know, I was always um, always playing and doing things, but I wasn't really involved in organized sports. Um, so you know, I was at home and I was always working with my dad in the yard, and you know, we had horses, so. From a very early age, I was building horse barns and digging fence posts and, you know, and, and basically physical labor. Um, and it really truly wasn't until I started getting into sports activities, you know, junior high school and then into high school um, where I really had a, you know, kind of a mentorship kind of relationship that that really went through a lifetime for me. And so the the guy who resonates with me more than anybody else is kind of my first freshman 
high school football coach, a guy by the name of Jim McGee. And he became a wrestling coach for me. And, and, but more importantly, he just became a friend and a mentor. And he took, um, a liking to me, saw, you know, potential as an athlete, but just saw potential as a person, the person that I was. And so he always had an interest, always, um, always worked with me, uh, worked with me after practice, before practice, you know, always talked to me about, uh, about the mental aspect of, of playing, whether it was as a wrestler or whether it was a high school football player. And interestingly enough, uh, when I was coming back, when I went to college to play, you know, college football for the University of Idaho, I had a string of injuries and a lot of different issues and a lot of different surgeries over the course of my time as a college football player. And every summer that I would come back, I was always in a rehab mode, you know, trying to get come back from a a knee scope, trying to come back from an ACL reconstruction, trying to come back from whatever the, you know, elbow injury, this, that, and the other. And Jim McGee was always there every day, encouraged me to work out, worked out with me. We rode bikes every day, went to the gym together, did all those things. And we became very tight as mentor, you know, mentee, if you will, to the point where during my NFL career, we talked probably um, pretty much once a week just during the course of my career, and not just during the football season, the off season as well. Um, and he passed away about a year ago from COVID. And um, and that's a guy, you know, that I missed that that phone call. It probably, you know, was every other week as, as we aged and got a little bit older, but we still stay connected. Um, I went and talked to his football programs. Uh, he, he left Alaska and went to coach in Texas. So I traveled out to co- talk to his football programs, to his wrestling programs, um, you know, to pass those kind of things and those lessons um, beyond just the two of us. I actually spoke at his funeral um, about a year ago. So he's a guy that uh, had an incredible impact on my life and, um, and still does to this day. Yeah, that's what really stood out hearing you talk about him, Mark, is how much he continued to impact you mm-hmm. through your, your college career, your pro career, right. and then into today. And I think that's one of the big values of mentorship is the the long-lasting, lifelong bond, it sounds like, you sure. back with Jim McGee. Yeah, there is there is no question. You know, we used to joke around. My wife used to joke around all the time whenever the phone rings. She goes, your girlfriend's on the phone. <laughs> and, you know, it was always Jim McGee. And, and it was just it was just one of those things that, um, you know, it was our connection through sports, but it just became more of a, about our connection as friends, as guys who not only love sports, but loved each other and loved our families and, you know, and, and just, um, and just holding each other kind of accountable. And, and so those were, those were really cool relationships, um, you know, cool relationships that just uh, continued to grow for us. I'll give you a quick another one as a professional football player. Um, I always, I always kind of held the Bible studies and and all that at my house on Monday nights, and I invited everybody every week. And we had a core group of guys that would come, and my wife would cook, and that was the way she served people. And you know, and the same core group of people all the time. But I invited everybody, and really interesting. Um, and I just learned this story. I was calling a Baltimore Ravens game, and I was in the Baltimore Ravens facility. And former teammate of mine, Harry Swain, is now the team chaplain of the Baltimore Ravens. 
And he said, you know, you had a dramatic impact on my life and you don't even know it. And he goes, every week you would invite me to Bible study. Every week we would, you know, we, we practiced together. We played together, da, da, da. but every week you and Tony Jones would invite me and I never came, but he goes, I always kept a very close eye on you guys. Cause I was waiting for you guys to screw something up. And he goes, and you never really did. And he goes, then we win the Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers in San Diego. And he's like, had limo set up for after the game and we were going to go party and do all this stuff with a couple other guys. And I got trapped behind this light and I was really convicted about how I was living my life. And, you know, and you guys invited me to, to the team chapel and everything before the game. And, and, you know, I never went to any of that. And he goes, and I got stuck. We had like two limos or three limos. And I, I was the third one. I got stuck behind the light. The other two went ahead. And he goes, I told the limo driver, get in the left, take a left. I got to get out of here. Took a left, went back to the hotel and said, committed his life to Christ. And it became a, went to seminary school and became a chaplain. And he goes, you know, just you having that opportunity to mentor me all those years, even though I never actually took the opportunity to show up, changed my life. And it really, it's really interesting how you can impact people just by the way you live and the, by the way you care, and by the way you love them. Um, didn't never exclude Harry because he didn't want to come. Was always, you know, there was always that open invitation and always, hey, regardless of how you're living your life, man, I love you. I, I, whatever you're doing, I still love you. And so um, that impact just lasts a lifetime. No, it does. And that's why there's so many different forms of mentorship. I'm Rod Sharon here with Mark Schlereth. It's Be a Mentor, Be a Fan, our new campaign here at Denver Sports 104.3 The Fan to help advocate for more people here in our community to get involved uh, as mentors and in mentorship. Head to denversports.com slash mentor. You, you can read a lot about it. There's a lot of great resources there, and including with our partner, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado, who's uh, very in need of, of bigs and mentors, in particular men here in the area who are willing to take on that mantle as mentors here in the area. And, and Mark, I mean, obviously you've got great stories about the mentors you had. when you, uh, uh, Jim McGee, you mentioned when you were younger growing up, and I'm sure there were some in college. But what we, I want to hear about when we get back are some of the mentors you had when you got to the National Football League, the, the legendary Joe Gibbs, mm. uh, Joe Bugle, your offensive line coach, Mike Shanahan, Alex Gibbs. I'm sure a lot of these people have great impacts on you and in your broadcasting career. That's not just It's not just a sports thing in terms of actually sure. playing, but in any walk of life. Uh, that there can be mentors. So he's Mark Schlereth. I'm Rod Sharon. We'll continue to dive in a little bit more about mentorship. Again, denversports.com slash mentor. Uh, we highly encourage you to head to the website and get involved here in the community. We'll be back to talk more mentorship on 104.3 The Fan. Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Welcome back here on 104.3 The Fan. I'm Rod Sharon along with Mark Schlereth. It's Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. As we're encouraging everyone here in the Denver community to get involved with mentorship, head to denversports.com 
slash mentor and learn more about the value that mentorship can have in our community, getting involved, working with young people. Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado is a great organization we've partnered with. They're looking for help. They're looking for bigs, specifically men who can help volunteer their time to make a difference in our community. And Mark and I have been sitting here and talking about some stories from his past of some of the great mentors he had along the way when he was a young whippersnapper in Atlanta, a young whippersnapper in Alaska playing football and and wrestling, and then eventually on to Idaho and then to the NFL. Mark, I want to hear about some of these legendary coaches that I know were so impactful on Mm. you from a mentorship standpoint, the, the Joe Gibbses, the Joe Bugles, the, the Mike Shanahan's, the Alex sure. Gibbs, even as an adult, how impactful were these guys on you as mentors? Yeah, you know, I, I start with my kind of as a rookie with the Washington Redskins at the time and, and Joe Gibbs. And, you know, Joe was just, and I say this with, I mean, I, I just have so much reverence. He was and probably is the most regal man I've ever met. Like, you want to talk about a guy that just um, knows exactly who he is, exactly what he wants to be, and is that way 24-7. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting. Like, the very first meeting I ever went to as a as a rookie, we had our – we got drafted and flew out to Washington. Um, so I left Idaho and flew to Washington. It was a matter of fact – I had left the University of Idaho. I, I worked it out with my professors to take my finals early. So I left right after I got drafted in April. And I didn't return to the University of Idaho for till after I was done playing, 13 years later. Like I'd, I mean, I, I left and boom, I was gone. And so I'm in that first mini camp and, you know, we've got a meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning or whatever at the uh, – the Washington Dulles Hotel. It's a hotel that's a Marriott. It was a Marriott that's right next to the Dulles Airport. And so I get down early. They're still setting up the, you know, continental breakfast or whatever, right? And setting muffins down. I'm eating muffins and fruit and whatever. And get right in the front row. <clears throat> and I'll never forget the meeting because, you know, I'm sitting in there and there's probably, you know, there's 80 whatever other guys, you know, that are all members of the of the team that have been there before, some of the rookies and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and there's everybody's talking and catching up. And, you know, I'm just sitting in the front row going to take copious notes. And Joe Gibbs walks up to the front of the room, to the podium up front, you know, and settle down, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I buy my pen and my notebook out. I'm, a, you know, I'm taking my notes. And and um, Joe Gibbs just stands in front of the room. Everybody, the hush comes over the whole room. And he goes, hey, gentlemen, welcome to the 89 season. You know, and I'm like, you know, gentlemen, I'm writing it down. Welcome to the 89 season, right? <laughs> and he goes, hey, man, I want to give you three priorities for your life. And I was like, okay, three priorities for life. And he said, your, your relationship, he goes, number one priority should be your relationship with your Lord and Savior. Uh, number two should be relationship with your family and friends. And number three should be being the best football player you can be. And like, I remember this like it was yesterday. And he goes, and by the way, you cannot be the best player you can't you the best player you can possibly be unless your first two priorities are in line. And he said, Okay, break it up with your coaches. And that was it. You know, I, I walked in expecting this kind of fire and brimstone football one oh one. Here we go, guys, start start of a championship push and all that. That was never his agenda. 
his agenda was building relationships and building up men. You know, growing up young kids into into responsible men. And, you know, we had such a tight-knit group of guys. Um, I still have, to this day, an accountability group with guys that I played with that we get on Zooms and talk, um, you know, on a consistent basis with Charles Mann and Monty Coleman and Art Monk and Daryl Green and myself. And, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. Think of all these years later how these guys and how Joe – encouraged the players to invest in one another and to grow each other up through all these, these issues and all these things. And, um, just, he's an amazing man that way. And, you know, and has had this incredible ripple effect, you know, for, for him, for Christ, um, (laughs) this incredible ripple effect, of all the people he's touched in all the people are in all the professions, whether it was NASCAR or, or professional football. And, um, Joe is, Joe is just a, you know, Joe's uh, the great commission in Matthew says, go out and make disciples of all nations. Like that is Joe Gibbs. So you break him into those position groups and you're introduced at some point along the way here to mm-hmm. Joe Bugle. What kind of impact did he have on you as a mentor? You know, Joe was like Joe was one of those guys that was just on you, man. He was like a typical O line coach, right? Just sees your potential and is gonna grind you until he gets it out of you, right? And Joe was Joe was really good in that he was a great coach, but man, he could see things that maybe you couldn't he could see things in you that you probably couldn't see in yourself. And he would. I mean, it made he, you a better player by right, doing that, right? Yeah, he would. He'd ride you now. I mean, he'd make like yeah, I'd be like, oh man, I made a mistake over here, and I've got to go into team meeting or into O line meeting, and I'm just going to get my butt chewed, right? But with that said, um, man, I remember times where he'd come up to. I remember we're I'm a rookie, and we're about ready to scrimmage the Jets, and. um and, you know, you're like, oh, this is my first kind of live scrimmage. It's Lehigh, Pennsylvania. You know, I'm some little 10th rounder out of Idaho. You know, I'm the, probably not supposed to make the team. And him just sauntering up as we're stretching and him going, dude, you were born to play this game. Like, you were born. You know, and you're you're freaking awesome. You know, and it's going to be. Build you're, you up. Yeah, you're going to have a great day today. And. Like, and it was always, it was always those things, you know, he would, he'd hold you accountable, but man, he could, he could really build you up on how you played and, and what you were about. And, um, he was a, he was a great coach. So that was in your younger days, Mark. And I'm Rod Sharon here with Mark Schlereth. Be a mentor, mm-hmm. be a fan, talking about the, the virtues, the values of getting involved in mentorship, denversports.com slash mentor. You can learn more about how to get involved. How about when you're you're a more seasoned player, you're a veteran, you get here to Denver, mm. uh, you've already won a, a Super Bowl in Washington. Uh, you know, it might be easy to think, oh, there's nothing left for you to learn or to be mentored. Right. And then you get with Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak and Alex Gibbs. How do, how do these guys help uh, evolve you and nurture you? Well, I think I think one thing was they understood kind of what I'd already been through from an injury standpoint. You mentioned Super Bowl and Pro Bowl player. And then also, 
guy that fell off the map a little bit with Guillaume and missed time and had a bunch of knee injuries and all these things. And so first thing was for, for Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak and Alice Gibbs was understanding what I had been through and understanding what I could and couldn't do. Um, but understanding how much value I still had. And so they did a great job of saying, okay, you might not be as healthy as you once were. You might not be able to do a couple of things that you once were able to do, but you're still really good. And if we can manage your body, we can get the best out of you. And so they did a great job of managing my body, of giving me breaks and time off. And if we had a, you know, a 10 play period, which I was supposed to take, you know, seven of the 10 plays, all of a sudden the starters would take seven of the 10, but I would take four of the 10. Um, and, you know, and they'd pick their poisons, the one they want me in, just basically we need this look and you need to see this look. And, and so they were really good about managing my body and it wasn't me taking advantage of it. It was them saying, did we know how valuable a player you can be if we do our part? So I always respected, I always respected them for that. I always tell Mike, you know, I, I ended up playing another six years here when Washington basically told me at the time, um, you can't play anymore. We're not interested in you. And I got another six years out of my body in which had I stayed in a place like Washington or stayed in a, in a environment that, that made me do the things that those teams made me do, you know, from a practice standpoint, um, I wouldn't have lasted another year and a half. My body was just so broken down at that point. So they saved, like, like they saved my career and allowed me to play deep um, into 12 years. And you wind up winning two more Super Bowl rings. And that takes us to broadcasting, which uh -huh. you've been doing since. So mentorship doesn't have to just be, as a football player, I'm sure you had some mentors along the way as your sure. broadcasting career was getting going. Sure. You know, you, you look back. Um, well, speaking of broadcasting, like Mike Shanahan's a, a huge mentor to me in my broadcasting career in that, you know, Mike and I went from this player coach relationship to player media or coach media guy relationship to just friendship. And now that I'm in the media and calling games, Mike does an incredible job of sharing information, sharing um, ideas. Um, I'm over at his house studying film. Like he, he walks me through, hey, here's the evolution of this play. Here's how we got to where we are. Here's where we were in your day, and here's how it's, how it's moved forward. So he has been a great mentor in my television career. Guys like Trey Wingo. Um, have been great. You guys, you know, like Mike Evans, who I do the show with, just just a great, you know, great sounding boards and, and guys that do a, a wonderful job. I've got a guy by the name of Jerry Madeline, who I work with at ESPN forever, who always says, hey, man, like I'll get text messages randomly. I saw you on Colin Cowherd. I love what you said about this. I'm clipping this and using it in my seminars to the broadcast boot camp. But with that said, think about this. You know, here's another way to say, like, just just people that invest in your life. And it's just so important. And those are people that have helped you. I've seen you mentor people here at The Fan with mm -hmm. younger hosts when they've come in or 
producers, et cetera. So I know you, you pay it forward on the other end as well and sure. uh, value that role as a mentor. Mark, thanks so much for taking the time to sit and kind of talk with us about it. I think it's such an important issue. We're really proud to be involved with it here at The Fan. Again, denversports.com slash mentor. Learn how you can get involved. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado is looking for help. Uh, you could make a really strong impact, a lifelong relationship like you've heard Mark talk about today uh, with someone that could last for, for years and years and years and just make a really profound impact here on our community here in Denver. Mark, thanks again for the time. You got it, it, Raj. My pleasure, buddy. DenverSports.com slash mentor. Be a mentor. Be a fan.